0: What's up, everybody? My name is Lindsey Melton Jr. Thank you for lending me your ears, your heart, and your mind. This is the True North Collective Podcast. Um, If you don't know, one of the hats that I hold um, at the church that me and my wife serve at is we are youth pastors. So this episode is about youth ministry. Um, Now, because I said that, I know half of y'all just like, okay, well, I'm going to wait till next week when he puts up another episode. No, I would encourage you to listen as well, Um, just because you need to know how to support your local youth pastor um, whether it's uh with prayer, whether it's with conversations, whether it's financially, whatever God puts on your heart, how are you gonna do that? I ain't tell you what to do, you know what I mean? But I wanna talk about last night. We usually do our uh youth services midweek, Wednesday night, um, the adult service they do their midweek service, we do our youth service. And last night, um now last night was probably uh it was a very hard night. Not because the devil was rampant or anything like that. No, like Spiritually we was on point, but it was just the preparation. Uh, One of my favorite things to do is to prepare. I love to plan. I love planning. I love preparing. I love setting things up. I love, I I, I don't know what it is about that, but I just, I love all that. Just imagining all the details and imagining all the possibilities, you know, things could go in the positive way, so to speak. Um, And I had made this plan. Now I know, Um, There's some quote out there, you know, the greatest plans um, never um, succeed, or something like that. I don't know. If you know what it is, you can comment. um, You can comment what it is uh, on iTunes or on SoundCloud. So, of course, by the way, please comment. If you are listening to this, please comment. Um, But anyways, on Wednesday nights, our uh, services are one hour, 60 minutes. And if you haven't listened to any of the previous episodes that I've recorded talking about how I'm able to do a 60-minute service, Um, go back and check them out. I think they're labeled Youth Ministry on a Budget, um, Youth Ministry, uh, Student Ministry, 60-Minute Service. Um, You just have to go back there and scroll. And if you have any other questions after listening to those, you can email me or message me on Facebook or Instagram, or even Twitter. Um, And I could definitely help you out with that, um, if that's something that um, you or your church does. But um, in this plan that I created for uh, last night, um, I include you know the icebreaker game. Um, actually, start off I included food first, then icebreaker, um, then transition transition excuse me into worship, and transition into the message, um, altar call if anybody um, you know if, if the Lord leads me that way, um, and then some time to kind of fellowship and talk and have the students talk with each other and stuff like that. Um, depending on what we're talking about um, instead of the message it could be small group questions just depends Um, kind of bounce back and forth so but last night uh, it was a message it wasn't small group questions and I even sent the plan out to all the volunteers Um, and the plan was uh, because we last night was flannel night yes flannel you know it's fall you know you wear flannel so it was flannel night, had already like made all these images, been posted it on Instagram and Facebook and um, some Snapchat. I say the reason I post on Facebook is not for the kids because students aren't, teenagers are not on Facebook. I mean, they have the account, but they're not on there. That it's for the parents. That way the parents can remind them uh, of what's going on. You know, posted on social media. And um, so the plan was it was flannel night uh, I was gonna serve <clears throat> I was gonna serve pizza about twenty till seven o'clock. Um and then right at seven go into the game. Um and then at seven twelve, I'm reading you the plan. Uh seven twelve, start worship, two songs, um, good, good father, reckless love. Um, and then right after that, go into the message, um, altar call and fellowship. And by that time, we'd be done by 8, maybe 8.05. The plan fell through. Um, an hour before, um, an hour, well, two hours before service, um, I had uh, three volunteers pretty much um, let notify me that they wasn't going to be able to make it as far as um, two of them. I had an emergency with their mom as far as um, the two. They They're they're a couple as far as they are parents to one of the students that's in the ministry. Uh, And, and let me say this, like if you can find some parents that are willing to help you do that because uh, you need them to see what you're doing. But then also when other parents, if other parents rise up and say, well, you know, I don't believe this is happening this or that's happened da, 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 you have a set of parents that could go to them and say, no, 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 we're parents and we've witnessed, you know, god being moved in this youth service or whatever it is so it's good to have parents it's good to have look at them look at every parent of your child as allies until they prove otherwise um but uh but yeah so um uh three volunteers uh pretty much uh text me or called me saying they weren't gonna make be able to make it um uh, the parent couple they weren't gonna be able to make it because uh, they had some family issues that happened uh, which is totally understandable not throwing shade at all i'm just like i'm letting you know why the you Know what all happened. Um, I also, um, last minute, I my wife reminded me of a one of the kids they had a choir concert, as far as one of the students had a choir concert at six o'clock on a Wednesday night. I'm running late to this choir concert. Um, I stayed for about I stayed longer than I planned to, but I wanted to show support. Um, and then, uh, then I run to go pick up the pizza by this time. I'm I'm like, I'm late. Um, <clears throat> I'm definitely late. So I get to the church um, at six. I think I walked in at six 42. Um, according to the images I posted online, pizza was going to be served at six forty. 40. So in their minds, I'm two minutes behind. In my mind, I'm, I'm 45 minutes behind schedule. So, uh, but when I left church earlier that day, I was listening to some preaching while I was cleaning the room and stuff, and I didn't turn the computers off, I forgot to turn them off, so when I walked in, there was already sit students in chairs, Um, and I scheduled somebody to actually teach the middle schoolers that night, so she was in there, she's a good friend to me and my wife, and um, so there was preaching coming through the loudspeakers, and there's nothing wrong with that, but there kind of is, because we had some kids that didn't grow up in church, so for them to come for the first time, that's kind of weird to them, and that's a turnoff, and it makes it harder for them to receive anything that we do or say going forward, so it just makes it harder for me to press through and break that wall, which I know, yes, the anointing can break every wall, destroy every yoke, so that means I just had to lean on the anointing harder, Um, and that's just an error on my part, so, you know, fumbling, bumbling, getting the pizza, to, uh, getting the pizza and the food, uh, other snacks and the drinks on the table. And I say, hey, everybody, why don't you go ahead and eat and drink and be merry. <laughs> and while they're doing that, I'm I'm moving um, my worship leader's guitars out of the way, her pedal board out of the way, because she's not going to be able to make it because she texts me saying, hey, I'm stuck at work. Probably going to be an hour. Which I'm not mad at her, nor am I throwing shade. You all know, those that are listening what happened, the events that happened. Um, so I wasn't mad at her for missing me because I even told her, I'm like, girl, you got, I mean, like, do work. You know, don't, because uh, she was apologizing in the text message. I'm like, "I don't apologize. I mean, you can't help work. Work is work. I mean, work is how you're paying for uh, your livelihood. So trust me, I, I get it. You're totally good. Totally good. So, and uh, I mean, instant, uh, in season and out of season. So I just pulled the keyboard out and uh, planned to lead worship um we do the game the game was killer the game was if you are a youth pastor you're gonna like this um it's i didn't come up with it it's not something that's brand new off the scene it's been around for a minute it's a head shoulders knees and cup uh pretty much like the kindergarten game that you played head shoulders knees and toes but um you add you know you you partner people up as far as person you know this person against this person however many you divide it up um and you give the one red solo cup, put on the floor. It's in between them. Make sure they have plenty of space. And uh, you're calling out all these commands. I had to turn my back. That way I could say I wasn't biased um, to them. But I'm calling out all these commands. I'm like, head, knees, shoulders. And they have to touch, you know, their head, they have to touch their shoulders, have to touch their knees. And, uh, and randomly you say cup. And the first person that gets the cup out of that group wins. Um, obviously loser sits down. Yeah, I know there's going to be winners and losers. That's life is what it is. but you know, um, loser sits down and pretty much just, just it's just an elimination game. Oh my God. Like it was crazy. It was crazy. Like one kid, um, uh, seriously at the end of the, uh, at the end of one of the rounds, like I laid my hands on her head and just prayed that there was no damage because she may have collided with another student. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't like football collision. I mean, no concussion or anything like that. It was just like a like a nice little nudge. <laughs> but still I prayed because there's power in prayer. Um so, um, <clears throat> that went over good. Then we transitioned into worship. It was awkward just because I was having to run back and forth between sound booth, uh, kill the background music, run up there, like, okay, who's ready to worship? Who knows what worship is? Um, that's one thing that I I was I was proud that I still did that as far as um, reminding everybody what we were about to do. Uh, We were about to respond um, by singing, you know, because worship isn't a song. It's not singing. Now, you know, in conversations, you can respond to people in several ways. You can respond by talking. You can respond by hand signals. You can respond by facial expression. You can respond by singing. You can respond by gifts, by spending time by acts of service, love, you know, these are love languages. So I informed everybody, so we are going to respond to God tonight through singing. So um, definitely, uh, you want to explain everything. If you're a youth pastor or a youth worker or a volunteer, you want to explain everything because at the end of the day, we're not called just to reach the church. We're called to reach the unchurched. Um, I mean, that's the Great Commission. So therefore, you want to make sure the unchurched is being included because guess what they are not gonna receive Jesus if they don't know what's going on. you know what I mean, so that's so that helps in the end. that sets up the altar call um by explaining the game by explaining why we why we're gonna sing, why we're gonna have a message, why we read from this book called the Bible, what is the Bible? Explain all those things, even if the church kids are like, "I've heard this over and over, still don't matter, it's not about you so um worship went good, did. Uh, did two and a half very familiar songs because I didn't have anybody to run words or lyrics and that's okay. I could have asked one of the students to, but I didn't want them to because I wanted them to engage in worship. I wanted them to have the opportunity to lift their hands and really pour out whatever's on their heart. So we did, so I sung uh, reckless love, um, how he loves, uh, tagged with the bridge of good, good father, um, all in the key of D worked out really good. Um, as far as sits eight temp, or sits eight beat um, don't know tempo but um, and of course I have my looper pedal plugged into the keyboard so I can loop it and you know do a couple of fets and stuff like that just to make it the sound sound fuller. Um, <clears throat> and if you don't have that uh, you know if you don't have that one thing, one hack you can use for worship is you know you can plug in um Ots chord into your sound system from computer or laptop. And you can um, you can play pads off of YouTube. Um, make sure somebody's back there. Um, I would recommend you downloading it. As far as downloading the MP3 format, um, or if you actually want to pay money, you can um, you can download um, Prime from Loot Community, uh, and then you know just pay for pads. I think the pads are like $9.99 or something like that, and you can transfer them in any key, and you can have that playing underneath as the worship leader or musicians are playing and it just fills in the gap to make it seem make it sounds more uh angelic and stuff like that's really cool um uh and then the person i had that was going to teach middle schoolers after worship we split you know she took them to another room that i had already had set up with music playing chairs lights all that stuff um and then we preached and um by that you know by towards the end of worship the worship leader, she made it. Um, so she just kind of hung out and stuff like that. And I had her play at the end of service when I did the altar call. So, um, but long story short, um, I guess what I'm trying to say is, uh, I should have planned, I made this big plan and obviously it didn't work. And it, the reason it didn't work was because, um, you know, life happened and everything fell upon the shoulders of one person. um, So if you are a youth pastor, youth worker, volunteer, what I would say is you can make a plan, but um, you can make the ideal plan, but also you need to make a plan, worst case scenario. Uh, If everything falls apart, if all, if it's just one volunteer, if it's just, if it's just you doing everything, how can you, what could you do in order to one, not be so stressed two, so you can focus on the word and work, on the word and alter call or whatever it is you, you deem very important. Um, you need to make that particular plan. You need, okay, well, on this particular plan we may, we, instead of doing a computer-based game, we may just do a, a old school charades game or old school, uh, head, shoulders, knee cup game or, you know, or a, um, I need a blank kind of game as far as that game is, you know, you say on the microphone. I need a paper clip. Who has a paper clip? And, you know, just anybody, you throw out random things, you know, stuff that's super easy, doesn't require graphics or anything like that. Um, within this uh, worst case scenario plan, you know, worst case scenario um, plan doesn't involve food and it involves just like Dollar Tree uh, candy, like Dollar Tree bags of candy, you know, that you can just throw on the table, um, already have water there about going and picking up pizza and waiting and hoping that it's ready in this worst case scenario plan. Um, also in this worst case scenario plan, you already have like backup worship songs that everybody knows. Doesn't matter if they're from the nineties, still everybody knows them. Um, um, and you're comfortable with singing them too. Um, and also as far as, um, you know, your message is set up to be on point. Um, and you're just totally relying on the Holy Spirit. So I would, my piece of advice is um, make an ideal plan and then make a worst case scenario plan. And that worst case scenario is not you know, because the apocalypse attack is happening. It's because life has happened and everything is uh, now put upon your shoulders to carry out. So uh, that is my piece of advice. Um, also, I want to remind you, um, if you have listened to this, if you are a youth worker, volunteer, or a youth pastor, let me just tell you, don't quit. Don't give up. Um, I promise. Like, if God wanted somebody else to do what you're doing, he would have brought somebody else. But he didn't. He brought you. He brought you. So uh, stay faithful. You're you're doing better than what you think you are. I promise. You're doing better, way better than what you think you are. Um, and I can say this because somebody poured uh, into me. Pastor friend, he texted me saying, said, hey, bro, just want to say thank you. I love you. And I'm thankful for how you pour yourself out every week. Um, Jesus sees all that you do in order to point people to him PS the youth space looks great praying more than anything that it's known and marked as a place of God's holy presence Um and that and I test them back saying bro that cannot have come at a more opportune time um, so I definitely want to because I've been encouraged I want to encourage all of you to uh, man just hold your head up keep it up I promise you're doing better than what you think you are um, the opposite of your insecurities are true uh, if you are a parent or uh, a local church member that doesn't serve in youth ministry, support your youth pastor, support that church's youth pastor uh, through prayer, through conversations, through interactions, through spending time with them, through you know financial, if God puts that on your heart, whatever it is, um, just love on them and let them know that you, are, you do see them and see the work that they do. Uh, it makes the biggest difference. So I'm going to get off here. I'm done rambling. Thank you so much for listening. Holla at you next week.